You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So you've guessed it. We are looking behind the music of Fela Kuti with Bongani Matlangu, my music and art critic, who is on the line with us. Good afternoon, Bongani. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Tamela. How are you? Well, I mean, we're playing Fela, so we're good. We're good. We're definitely good. <laughs> um, we've kicked it off with ITT International, Thief, Thief. And look, when you listen to Fela, right, there is obviously, without a shadow of a doubt, you get the, the combination of what sounds like uh, Nigerian music, Yoruba music. Afro-Cuban sounds, though, Bongan, where does that influence come from? Well, uh, Fela was an international citizen. Um, he studied in the, in the UK. He was studying music. He initially went there to study to be a doctor. But then he studied uh, music focusing on trumpet. And, uh, you know, cosmopolitan um, cities like London, you find a whole lot of people there mm. uh, from all over the world, uh, Jamaica also. But he also spent time in the U.S., some time in the U.S., uh, which um, places like New York are places where you have a lot of cosmopolitan people from all over the world bringing all their cultures and music and their dance. And Fela says that when he was a kid, he could not wait to, to be an adult so that he could go out and enjoy life. <laughs> so, so, so when he became an adult, he made a point to go to each and every place he could get to where he could experience life, where he could experience culture, where he could experience music, because he was a musician. So all these influences um, were then, uh, he selected what he could select and fuse it with, uh, with the music of, of Nigeria, Nigeria, the Yoruba music of, of, of Nigeria. But James Brown uh, happens to be one of those that pops out a lot. Uh, James Brown's funk music mm-hmm. uh, happens to pop out a lot when it comes to the kind of influences that uh, that propelled Felakuti in, 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 in his music. Mm. I mean, it's quite clear that he wasn't just a musician. Of course, he was a talented instrumentalist and so on, a band leader yes. and so on. But, but this was somebody who was an activist, I mean, through and through. Now, that, again, if you look at that, uh, he says when he was a child, his mother was very active um, in politics, very, very active in politics, and uh, he used to be uh, problematic, a thorn in the flesh of Nigerian authorities, because at the time it was, it was the colonial authorities, and one of the examples he uses was they had organized, the Nigerian Women Union had organized a, a march, I think, around 1946 or 47, uh, to, the, to the commissioner's office, and it was a young British... Uh, boy who had just come from, from Britain and was made a commissioner there. And this boy apparently said something that uh, fellow's mom didn't like and, uh, you know, she she gave him Pepe. Gave him Pepe and uh, fella knew ahead about it. <laughs> and and, and, and fella used to go with, 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 with his mother to political rallies and all that. So fella learned his politics from his, from his mother. Wow. You know, he learned his rebellion from his mother. Um, and now the interesting part, he said, he used to get a, a, a big hiding from, from his father, mm-hmm. but his, his mother was the West. <laughs> Yet he found himself attracted 
to uh, to his mother and, and her politics mm. and her radicalism. So for, from a very young age, Fela was trained to, uh, maybe it was not deliberate, but he was trained to take pain, mm. uh, but also to dish out mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, criticism or to say things as he felt without any fear. I mean, that maverick comes through all the way and we'll talk about some of that and, and what that persona um, looked like and how it, it manifested itself, especially in his music. Let's go to some more music before we continue talking. The next song you want us to play, Bongani, is? Uh, Odo. Odo is a beautiful song. There's one thing, I, I mean, you can listen to everything in that song, but there's one thing, there's a, there's a it's like a chorus that uh, keeps um, uh, uh, coming in and out of that song. Soja ko, soja ka. You know, if you look at the world right now, yeah. uh, we live in a state of military, you know, it's a it's subtle military or police dictatorship, if you want to put it that mm-hmm. way. It's very subtle. You can't see it. it, it you know, you, you, you feel it, but it's not too painful. Uh, it's not too painful in such a way that you will reject it. The pain is there, but you, you are taking it because it's very subtle. You know, we live in in that kind of uh, in that kind of era at the moment. And that song, it's mainly about uh, Nigeria during his time in the 60s and the 70s, when the when the coup, coups were, were 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 an ordinary thing in Nigeria. So, um, uh, one uh, military general will take take over power, stay in power for two three years, and then another military Obasanjo will come and take over power. So that song comes from the soldier, soldier go, soldier come. So it was the state of affairs in Nigeria at the time. For Zion, them Guyan name Revolutionary Council. Revolutionary Council. Them get different. I put my mouth for song. Zombie, oh zombie. That is looking at the music of Fela Kuti with Bungani Masang. We'll be back with more after the headlines at 2.30. Let me go straight to Nanda Kabukas for the latest. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So we're looking into the music of Fela Kuti with uh, my favorite, uh, Bongani Matlangu, who is uh, our music and art critic here on the show, regular here with us. So we're going to now talk about what is it that influences um, Fela's music. We, we spoke a little bit about his political um, influence, his mother's influence, but what other things were influencing his music? Well, Fela, overall, Fela was influenced by, by Africa. The continent Africa. He loved uh, he loved the African uh, continent so much, and he also loved African people so much, uh, so much so that uh, at some point uh, around uh, 1974, he he started a compound he called the Kalakuta Republic, and uh, that he said that place will be a sanctuary for people who are persecuted, African people who are persecuted anywhere in the world. They could come because he could he could not have a country of his own. So he started the Kalakuta Compound Republic uh, in the land that uh, that he had. You know that was around uh, 1974, and that name came from uh, the the very first jail he was put in was called Kalakuta. Mm. Uh, so he called the place uh, uh, Kalakuta, uh, which is where he staged quite a, a lot of shows there. And, and 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 because his music was so rooted in Africa, in African music, 
that's why up to this day, you'll find that if you play any of Fela's song, it's still fresh, it's, it still sounds mm-hmm. good, because it's not it's not a, der- a derivative of any other sound from somewhere. It's not a washed down or watered down type of type of uh, music. Hence, you will find people like uh, Bella Boy are influenced by him. But more, if, if, if you look within his own family, his sons were also influenced by his music. Most people know uh, Femi Kuti yes. uh, of, of the song Bang Bang Bang, which is very fa- it's a famous song. But he's got another son called Sean Kuti, who plays the saxophone. He's also, he also sings. Mm. Um, uh, what, he, he, what, what Sean did was he took some of the band members that used to play with uh, Fela, because Fela had a, 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 quite a number of groups. One of them was Egypt 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think another one was Egypt uh, 70. And then he had the Kula Lobitos, that was in the mid-60s. And Sean uh, took some of the members and continued the legacy of his father. He's recorded some music mm. uh, and, uh, himself. I mean, there are songs like Mosquito Song <laughs> that he's, he's done. Yes. But there's a song called Many Things. Yes. And if you and when you listen to Many Things and when you know Fela, when you've listened to Fela music, you can, you know, you, you can tell this is exactly the kind of song that Fela Kuti would sing. Mm. In the economic sphere, the well-conceived and well-intentioned privatization program. President Abbasinho. When you turn television and you listen to the radio, you can see the things they do. You can hear the things they say. Burn a boy. Um, this is yeah. This is a very popular song. Um, and Bongani, I, I want us to connect the dots. The relationship between Burn a boy and Fela. Well, uh, Burn a boy's father was uh, at some point uh, manager. Uh, Fela's manager. Uh, Fela had uh, quite a number of managers, and uh, Burn a boy's father was one of the one of the managers. And uh, obviously, the father would have had a lot of music, a lot of Fela music. Uh, that he would have played for his son because it's a, it's such a it's, it's music that you cannot uh, you you would not want to play uh, for your children uh, <laughs> you know so you would want to introduce I mean it's like uh, one of the things that I'm proud of having done um, when my first child was I think about four or five I played her Busim song uh, quite often mm-hmm. and uh, to this day she knows who Busim Songa is. So, it's, it, it, you know, Fela, it's like that with Fela. Fela's music, Busim Song's music, Jabu Kanyele's music, Huma Sikela's music, uh, uh, Kaifa Simenia's music, that it's the type of music that you would want to pass on to your children, mm. that you would want your children to, to know mm. the, the, the kind of music that uh, this continent has. Yeah. So that when somebody comes and says to them, ah, but your country or your, your continent has not produced uh, evergreen and everlasting music that uh, can be played and, uh, uh, over and over again for centuries. You can say, 
No, my father or my mother introduced me to Fela, uh, Fela Kuti. <laughs> I, I love that. I love how you, you're making sense of that. All right, so yes. we've only got one more, one, one time for one more song. And, and what will that be for you, Bungani? Uh, the song will be Lady uh, by Fela Kuti. Huma Sikela did that song. Um, and and if you, I mean, earlier on, as we were talking about the Benaboy and, and the influences, Fela did the song. Fela, uh, I mean, uh, Huma Sikela did the song. Also loved uh, Fela's music to beat. Uh, Chico Twala, there's a song, Lamola Banabambiri, mm-hmm. uh, that he did in the 80s. Yes. Uh, when you listen to that song, the brass section in that in that song, it's a clear influence of, of Fela Kuti. Huh. Lady is one of the songs that a whole lot of people know. I, I, I'm sure if you were to ask people Fela, they will say Lady. <laughs> but I think the most important thing for me is that Fela was, a, uh, as one writer described him, he was a flawed genius. Yes. He was a flawed genius. Uh, his uh, his views on on women, uh, some mm. of them were very mm. uh, uh, distasteful. Mm. I mean, uh, mm. we cannot uh, support him on on some of the things that he used to think mm. and some of the things that he used to believe uh, when it comes to a relationship between a man and a woman. Mm. Mm. And, and and because you know, one of the things he believed, he believed that a man uh, is supposed to be a master. Mm. And that type of thing, and uh, and the woman is supposed one of the jobs that the woman has to do is to please, is to please a man. Mm. Well, you you know because our job is to please each other. It's not one way. Yeah, let's please each other whenever we can. But I don't think it should be a job because the moment it becomes a job or it becomes burdensome, you know, let us just do it out of willingness to do it, not because it's a duty. it here Bongani, i mean what a pity what a pity but thank you so much for this it's been wonderful yeah i mean uh you know sometimes i i never know what to say uh, about fella but here's the thing about fella he could he could give you a, a song with a serious message mm-hmm. and in the middle of that song he will make you laugh yeah there's a song where he, he goes my true i won't talk again because they punish me. And then after saying he won't talk again because Fadilayo is punishing him. And he goes, he goes ahead on. and insults <laughs> insult Fadilayo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who was arrested over 200 times. And each time he was arrested, he was beaten. At some point, there was a time when he was uh, his fingers were broken mm-hmm. so that he could not play the saxophone. Mm-hmm. And then they released him. On the very same day he was released with broken fingers, he staged a show, played a saxophone with those broken fingers. Wow, 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 wow. It's been wonderful. Yeah. We, we're going to do this again very soon. Thank you, Bongani. Thank you. Yeah. I think one of these days I was thinking, uh, one of these days we must do either Steve Kekana or Rebecca Malok. It's a challenge. Oh, hello. Hello. That sounds, ep- we're in, we're in. Yes. We're in. Thank you, Bongani. Speak to you All soon. Right. Thank, Thank you, Thank you.